What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Judge Logan, and today we have another segment on Higher Thoughts Podcast. Again, I have a very special guest. I've introduced her before. Her name is Stephanie. She is the founder of SEPA Healing. Very good, intuitive, very strong and powerful speaker. She has a great message. And today we are going to dive deep into a lot of misconceptions about spirituality, how to enhance your journey in spirituality. A lot of the misconceptions, it's so easy to fall into these rabbit holes on the internet of so many different people's interpretation of their own spiritual journey, which we then attach ourselves to. And through the power of wishful thinking, we think these things are happening in our life without really putting in the work. So first and foremost, when we talk about spirituality, it is not a journey of enlightenment to where more information is poured in and then it resonates and manifests itself into the world in something positive. It is not how it works. Spirituality and the journey of it in itself is a very difficult, damning task for anyone to embark themselves on. So for the culture and society, how it is today in America, we are overwhelmed with materialism and we are completely in bondage to it. It is so hard to even think about enjoying ourselves without having all these things and these many amenities and luxuries that we have around us. We cannot comprehend what life would be. And when we do, we often think it would be horrible. So first and foremost, meditation. Many people do not understand the value the true benefits of meditation and how to get in that state. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, I'd like to say I am not one who can just enter in a state of altered consciousness through meditation. It takes many tries, many, many times doing it before I can get to any state to where I feel like I'm gaining something out of it. Most of the time, it's, it's quieting the thoughts in my mind, viewing myself outside of my body. In a sense, I use my imagination to try and picture myself getting further and further away from my body by holding a rope. There's many ways to practice meditation. There's many different forms of meditation. And one of my most favorite is unconditional compassion to where I envision someone that I don't necessarily like and I pour my love out to them. And when I say this, it's more than just saying, I love this person, I love this person. It is imagining you taking care of them and loving them as a brother, as a child and nourishing them and giving all your love to this one person. What this does for me is out of this state, when I, when I come back into reality, I take just a few moments to notice how I feel now, as opposed to how I felt at the beginning of the meditation practice. Mm -hmm. And from there, it's almost like a high, it's a bit of euphoria, but more so it's an awareness. It's an awareness that when I go outside and I look at another person or I hold the door open for someone and I smile at them, it's coming from the state of that you are me. You are a, a, a different perspective of this multitude of what we call life. And that connects me a lot more. There's a lot of misconceptions about spirituality that it's an easy journey. And through meditation, many, many mystical experiences and synchronicities happen in someone's life when in all actuality, they're just reading blogs of some guy who's just smoking out of his bong 24 seven and reading other articles online that he's just putting out for. So Stephanie, you know, we both talk about it a lot, a, a lot of the setbacks that we've had financially and in our personal lives, emotionally. Can you elaborate a little bit more about how people could manifest 
and actually live a spiritual life and how to enhance that? Yeah, sure. Um, so when it comes to what Judge was saying about, you know, meditation, a lot of individuals don't know how to even start or how to even just keep going with it. And, you know, it takes a lot of discipline, as you know, to just sit there in silence and being able to, you know, focus on the breath and focus on your intentions with the meditation. And with that being said, you know, it's not easy. I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. It is not easy. It's not something that you just do one time and you're like a perfectionist. No, it's, it's literally a craft. It's an art to just literally sit there and focus on that breathing and to unlock different things of your subconscious mind. Ultimately, that's really what it is. It's you're unlocking certain things in your subconscious mind and you're connecting with source. You're connecting with the creator. You're being able to, you know, understand a lot of things because when people say, you know, I don't know about spirituality or I don't know about anything or whatever. Well, if you take the time to meditate, you know, or, you know, sit in silence and focus on the breathing, um, you'll begin to realize there's some messages that come through that never have ever happened before. And it's not like instantaneous where you're in meditation and these messages come through. It's within time when you're just doing normal things and these this information just comes through out of nowhere or you're talking to somebody and you know, you're speaking about these truths that you yourself never thought of and it just comes out. And it's because you you're conditioning yourself, like I said, to unlock certain things of the brain, to unlock certain messages that, you know, that have always been there. Wisdom that has always been there for, I don't even know how many years, I would say millions and millions and millions of years, ever since, you know, man has been on this earth, ever since the creator has been, you know, creating, you know, you have this in you, but you have to be the one to want to unlock these, these um, secret gems, if you can say that. Um, But as far as, you know, practicing it, you know, you don't have to always sit in silence. You can do, um, what is it? Uh, guided meditation, uh, guided meditation, or you can listen to certain type of vibrational sounds to get you in the mood to do meditation. Um, you can do yoga. Yoga really helps a lot with, um, letting out the energy from the body, which is practicing certain moves or doing certain poses, um, it just releases that energy and it lets the body flow and it makes meditation, actual meditation where you sit down and meditate in silence a lot easier because you're not squirming around or feeling uneasy, right? Right. Um, then also too, when it comes to manifesting. Now, this one's a bit tricky. The reason why I say this is because there are different forms of manifestation um, one recently, if you guys check out, um, one of the episodes on my podcast, I talk about quantum jumping. Um, and what that means is, is you literally take a physical substance and turn it into something else. Meaning where I'll give you an example that you can try, um, is you get two glasses of water, right? Or it could be plastic, whatever. And then on with like a, a dry eraser marker, you, um, write down what your current state is, Right. And on the other cup, you write down what you want, what you want to happen. Um, And then after that, you know, you drink the water. No, you pour the water of what you don't want into what you do want in the cup that you that you wrote down. And then the cup that of what you want, you drink it and you do that however many times that you want to until 
that situation starts to appear in your life. Um, it's a very interesting technique because you're taking something physical and turning into something else. And you guys have to realize that water is, an, is a living thing. Um, and we'll get into that subject later because that's a different topic for another time. But um, when you carry the cup of the intentions that you want, you're literally putting your energy into that water and you're ingesting that water of the intentions that you want. Think about that for a second, okay? So when you're, you're, you're having the knowledge of actually doing this, it brings about this different type of um, energy, different type of vibration, different type of thought form that, wow, I just ingested something. I just ingested water of the intentions of what I want in my life. Um, another thing that you can do is obviously, you know, envisioning it and writing it down and putting it on a piece of paper and burning it. Um, and that's another form that you can do. Um, another one would be, oh my gosh, I just had thought about it right now in my mind. Ah, um, oh, when you want to manifest money, there's a particular number that you write down. It's 875. You write that number in a piece of paper and you put it inside your wallet. I've tried it and I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like within like a week or so, I began to receive money in different like forms that I didn't think that would happen. I'm like, okay, this is a little trippy, um, but it works. Um, but on the topic of just in general of being a spiritual person and living that spiritual life, I'm going to tell you this right now. It's, it's a very tough journey. It's not the journey that people paint in the media that, you know, oh, you just do meditation and, like, you just, like, be nice to everyone and have compassion and have love. Although those things are true, but it's not everything. There's things that you still have to work through yourself and to heal yourself and to go within. And when I say go within is to actually get the wounds that you have inside your heart and actually, you know, work on them and face them, you know, whether it hurt, it still hurts you. Okay, feel that hurt, feel the hurt, and then let it go. Don't dwell on it. Don't hold on to it. Don't, you know, keep it still inside of you. Literally let it go, whether you have to yell it out or whether you have to punch it out, whether you have to call it, punching is a punchy back down anybody, you know what I mean? Don't, <laughs> don't punch anybody, but, you know, like do whatever it takes as far as releasing it in a positive manner. Uh, manner and um, you know just doing those things little by little you'll see these improvements and I'm not telling you that you're going to be a spiritual person next week no it's going to take a very long time to really reach that stage where you are free and what I mean by free is is by not not allowing others to influence you in any type of way um, not you know, believing in these lies that you hear in, in society, um, literally breaking away from the addictions of society, whether it's drugs, sex, money, social media, um, food, whatever it may be. Um, and also learning how to fast, which I will also discuss in a different um, time. Um, you know, doing these little things and eating a healthy diet and, you know, exercising. And yes, you're going to fall off. I'm going to tell you this right now. You're going to fall off. You're going to stop being spiritual. You're going to stop meditating. You're going to stop doing a lot of these things. And there's a reason to that. And if you want to know all of these things, we will be doing another episode soon on my end of my podcast. And so you guys can check that out. Um, but those are things that um, 
that are going to be in spirituality. And those are things also that are going to be in manifestation and just learning how to be a human being, a, uh, a being of light, a being of energy. Cause in, re- in reality, we are beings of energy at the end of the day. So, and you know, that that's important that you, you, you talk on that. And one more thing that I would like to add is for anybody who is attached themselves to a dogmatic ideology Um, many of the mainstream religions that kind of contradict some of the preachings that's in many of the books, Uh, you can find yourself confused. And a lot of people will tend to lean towards the atheist side once that happens, that they'll see, well, this is all bullshit. This isn't really happening. There's no man in the sky that's watching over me who incarnated as a human and sacrificed himself for the original sin that he created. Or there's no God up there that is watching over every decision and he doesn't want people to be homosexual and he'll send you to hell and be tortured. Cause I mean, essentially what they're saying is that a being created a, a torture chamber for all eternity for anybody who didn't follow him. And so they'll immediately turn to say, well, this is all bullshit. This is a form of control. Someone had their hand in this to control a society many years back. And it's, the thought of spirituality or religion or the afterlife is very distasteful in their mouth when they hear it because of so many dogmatic ideologies that had followed that's just left this nasty trail of mud behind it that nobody wants to walk on and get their shoes dirty. They would rather keep clean and not have these, these burdens in life. And so someone had told me at a young age when I was heavily attached to Christianity, they're like, you know, that's just a way to justify your life, to make life easier, to make you think it's going to be better in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, I was young at the time. I was in uh, middle school, but I thought about it and I said, well, actually, no, this is worse. I'm going to be judged for every action that I'm making. If I didn't do it in accordance to good and love and positivity, I'm going to be judged in a very unfavorable fashion. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I have to be more conscious of how I act on a daily basis than you do. And so for people who just are really dissonant from it in the first place, let's break some things down. We live in a reality to where we are not able to visually see what it truly is. It's mm-hmm. made up of particles and atoms vibrating, clumping together. And the only reason that your hand can't pass through a wall is because the vibrational force that holds the atoms together of the wall, that also, and the vibrational force of the atoms that hold your body together. It's the energy touching. You're never truly touching anything. So you're living in a reality you literally can't interpret, you can't envision, and you really aren't sure how love, the emotions, hate, evil, and love and energy, all all these things play a part. It's very confusing. Mm -hmm. And religion has a very good template for people who get confused. And it's almost like the light, dip your toes in the water, of spirituality, you get the literal form of it, not the metaphysical exo, uh, esoteric interpretation of it. So for people beginning to look into spirituality, you have to consider that there is some force that is holding these atoms together. And then on top of that, that are arranging these atoms in a specific order that allows you to manifest in love and desire and passion and, and community and family that these things aren't just simply epiphenomenons on the brain at a metaphysical level, that there is some energetic force allowing this to happen. It's evident that everything has structure in this universe, but it is in a specific order allowing it to have that. 
physical manifestation of whatever you're seeing in front of you. You can see it, but there is a, a geometrical mathematical algorithm behind it that is completely embodying the energetic principles that are contained in whatever you're physically seeing. So you're living in a reality you can't even see. You're hallucinating all the time. <laughs> and people, they forget that. They just mm-hmm. think, oh, I, I knock on this. This is a piece of wood. You know, this shit's real. I can feel it. But at the end of the day, what are you really touching? Are you really touching anything? No, you're almost in a hologram. So attach yourself to that for a moment. And let's say all of this is random. Right. Yet you have hopes, desires, dreams, intuition. What the fuck is deja vu? How are you able to see segments of your life before they happen? Mm-hmm. What is this? Mm-hmm. So the more you begin to look into spirituality, it gives you a better explanation. It's not some man on a throne in the sky looking over everything and judging you negatively if you're not doing anything according to him. It's a universal mind. It is a consciousness. That consciousness is a non-physical aspect. It's one of the building blocks of the universe, if you will. Gravity, radiation, all these many things that are non-physical, that play a part in the role of our reality. Consciousness is also the biggest part of this reality, which gives us our awareness. Mm -hmm. And who's to say that only we are conscious? That's the interpretation of it, that we're the apex of civilization. We're the best it's ever got. And we're at the height of civilization. And this is the top. Since humanity has existed, this is the biggest development. We're the best of the best. To take that into consideration, you also have to understand that the, the energetic force... The universal mind, it makes a lot more sense. It breaks it down a lot more. We view grass or many other objects such as this as not alive, that they're not beings, that they don't have any intelligence, yet they allocate resources to dying plants. Whenever insects attack them, they give off repellents that poison the insects. They have a form of intelligence. They have a form of defense. Mm -hmm. But let's just... What's behind evolution? It makes a lot more sense that way. Whenever you talk about cells inside of your body, they group to other cells. They go through what's called unproductive reassignment to where if cells aren't producing, they will kick out these cells and exclude these cells and group together with other cells that are more powerful instead of they'll wage war, they have sex. There's a form of intelligence behind what makes us evolve. Okay, so and when you just see it as there's a sky daddy watching over this, of course, it's distasteful. No one can agree with that. But when you begin to see everything as alive, conscience in some form, many different levels, and we are in the midst of the levels, there's much higher levels. And this can be experienced. So for people that are aside from spirituality and religion, just stop and consider that you are literally in a reality you can't even interpret that is held together by energetic principles you don't understand. And many people have shortcomings in life, very bad situations that set them back, deaths in the family, deaths of children, you know, and immediately they'll say, well, my God would never, ever do this. But spirituality attaches a new concept mm-hmm. that every experience you go through, every adversity is a lesson to be learned. And with the correct mindset, you gain the ability to detach yourself from emotions and see what it really is to learn to grow and that's what life's about it's not about serving the creator and worshiping someone when you lose the purpose of your own life it's about gaining purpose from your own life extracting your own meaning from the universe and that's what's so important that's what's so much more meaningful and connected with spirituality Mm -hmm. yeah man like and going back to um 
yoga, okay? Because yoga is definitely misinterpreted so badly and is has a, it almost has um not like necessarily like a bad rap, but people make fun of it. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. One of the things that yoga does is it releases energy and it moves energy. That is almost pretty much the basis of what yoga is, is you're moving energy throughout your body. And what are you? Your energy. Okay? You're an energy being. You are a being of light. You are a being of energy. Your soul's energy. Okay? When you leave this physical body, you go back to energy. You know what I mean? Like you little, well, I'm not saying that you go back, but in the sense where you're just pure energy, you're not, you know, anything physical, you're, you're just energy. So that's what yoga is meant you know, to do and to practice is to release toxic energy, to release blocked energy that's on your body, in your body, and you're releasing that so that way you can have an easier flow, so that way that you're more connected to source, that way you're able to manifest a lot easier, that way you're able to navigate through life a little bit easier and understand things and what people are and who people are and, and understand, like, if there's someone that doesn't give good vibrations, you can understand that and you can walk away from that. Yoga isn't something to where like, oh, you know, the typical mom that, you know, has nothing to do and wants to go to yoga to meet some friends and, you know, that just has, you know, just wants to experience it because it's a social thing. Right. Know? Yeah. That the no. housewife that goes to get Starbucks with her friends and the, the, no. the hot yoga class. Afterwards. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, exactly no, man, like that's not like it's just so bad, like misinterpreted in the Western culture that we live in. Like us in, in the Western culture, you know, for those of you that are, are not from the United States, let alone from California or, you know, Texas before um, judges that. Um, you know, we're, there's so much of that going on that, you know, in other countries like India that do practice yoga, that's an actual meditation, that's an actual way of life, is a different type of yoga than what we've experienced over here in the U.S. And, um, you know, it's something that's not supposed to be taken lightly. It's something that's supposed to be taken as, um, as a way of releasing the old and bringing in the new and allowing you to flow in a, in a rhythm that is like the earth, a rhythm that's like the creator, um, you know, and what you're saying, you know, with, with the vibrational atoms that we have in our body, that's in the physical form of like a, a table or a wall or whatever. The reason why that you can't put your hands through that is because it's vibrating at a lower frequency than you are. You got to understand that you're vibrating at a, well, at least I would hope so at a higher frequency than a table or a wall or an object that you can't physically put your hands through um, and that's solid. So that's, well, you know, a really good example of that right there. And then you can continue is sand. Sure. You can't throw a ball through a bucket of sand, but no. vibrate the sand. And then it becomes almost like water. And yes. Yes, bro. I just saw that. High. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Did you see a video about that? There's like a video, um, somewhere. I don't know. You could probably find it on Facebook or something or on Instagram or whatever, or YouTube where like, um, someone puts like a, like a, a hose of air underneath sand and it vibrates literally like water it's trippy you know it is. it is um but yeah no man like you know everything that we've been discussing on this podcast for you guys you know it's to just kind of allow you to open your mind a little bit more and to wake the fuck up that's our like literally our slope you now is like wake the fuck up people like it's no joke and it's getting to the point where people 
are, you know, like, how do you say this? Um, I would say very tired in a sense to where you guys look sluggish. Like, I see a lot of you and you guys look like you're lost, you know? And I'm talking about, like, when I go out in public and I'm just, like, minding my own business and I'm just analyzing, you know, society and I'm just looking and I'm like, wow, everyone's just so glued to their fucking phones. Like, put your fucking phone down and enjoy the scenery, enjoy the sky, enjoy the air, enjoy the, the, the trees and the flowers and the plants, like, enjoy the company that you're with, you know, because your phones are something that's so disposable. It's something that's not going to last forever, just like you. So Dude, that's when, right. You know, so when you look at it like that, you know, it's like, okay, well, if that's the case, wouldn't you want to live a little bit better of a life than being stuck on your fucking phone and not being in the reality that you're supposed to be in versus like the, the technology reality that we're in, like this, this technology that we're in nowadays, it's like this alternative reality that is so toxic to the human brain and to the human soul. Nobody understands that. You know what I'm saying? Well, because of you fucks. That's why we're going to be submerged with artificial intelligence in the future. So get it right. Get your shit in order. Get off the phones. (laughs) That motherfucker's going to be a part of you. Right now, you know, we're accepting symbiosis with it or symbiosis with it because it's external and we can have it in our hand. Mm -hmm. But how long, how long for for an asshole to go like, if if I can get it a part of my brain, let's do it. Let's see what it's like. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that right there, I mean, we're getting so far and, and that I don't want to go off on artificial intelligence. Because that's a whole different community. topic. <laughs> it is. But, I mean, the addiction to technology is, oh, is that's real. a big hand. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that I want to talk about real fast is one of the biggest questions that will wake you up, that will shake you to your core, that will make you look around and saying, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. Is why am I here? Why am I here on this planet? What am I supposed to be doing? You don't have to believe in any religion. You don't have to attach yourself to any ideology or spirituality for that matter. Ask yourself that question. What is my purpose in life? That right there will begin to work on you in ways you never imagined. And for me, the the path of spirituality, it began with me having this dire urge to have a detachment from materialism and find my purpose. I really feel like my purpose is to reach out to people, to connect people, to love and spread a positive message, to influence and inspire people in a great way instead of people using their forms of black magic by shitting on people nowadays. It's Mm -hmm. just all about criticism and tearing people down, um, depicting their downfalls and how they are not necessarily fit to have that position that they're in. So, I mean, we live in an extremely toxic world in that sense. And I feel so pulled and gravitated to help people. I've broken people find their way in my life. And it's just of a subtle awareness of me saying, wow, you know, it's no coincidence that these broken people keep coming back to me and they're asking me for advice and I'm helping them. And the feeling I get when I see it resonating with them is it's divine. It is, uh, it's amazing. It is a complete rush. And when I say that it is euphoric, it is a, it is for sure a high. Mm -hmm. And my path of spirituality began very, very rough because as soon as I began to ask for these things, my purpose, what I'm supposed to be doing, I immediately almost get sick of my job. I'm breathing in these toxic chemicals at a brick plant. I'm working 16, 17 hours a day. Wow. Barely to put clothes on my family's back and food on the table. And people were horrible to me. And the beginning of my journey, 
everybody just completely together groups up and becomes extremely hateful to me. And I make the other transition and become very nice to them. And they take advantage of it and they try and shred me apart. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until six months of this to where little incidences would happen where people would be very, very rude and say mean things to me, as opposed to back in the day, I, you know, I I was your typical alpha male. If someone says something disrespectful to me, I'm a grown man. Let's take this outside. Let's fight about it. Mm -hmm. As opposed to that these people are hurt. And this is a projection of how they've been hurt. And they're just casting Mm -hmm. it out. I mean, they're so unhappy and they just want to be loved. Everybody wants to be loved. I had to realize that. That in this world, we all just want to be happy. So let me aid in that. Let me help people in that. And that right there, whenever you just take the first step, the first step, it doesn't matter what you feel like your purpose is. That first step for me was to stop being an asshole, to start helping. It was so hard. And it was began to manifest in the form of me just hating my job. And what I was doing no longer, I felt like I wasn't contributing to anything but an early grave and I lost my job. I didn't have any money. And I'm right now on the other side of the fence where I'm, I'm working these transition jobs that all of them eat me alive. They eat my soul alive. I'm, I'm not content and I'm not satisfied with these jobs. Making good money is not enough for me. Having a fulfilling job is the only thing that will quench that thirst. And so that's the first step that people need to make is, is why am I, what is my purpose? What do I feel fucking gravitated to? What really moves me? And I think that's a beautiful thing when people become aware of that. Yeah, it's honestly something that, you know, when it comes to like the work situation, I totally get exactly what you're feeling. And, um, you know, in my predicament, like I haven't, held a stable job since april so april to now what we're in september and we're like in mid-september so i've been on a crazy journey (laughs) since then and it's literally opened my eyes to so many things it's humbled me tremendously because now it's like i literally am scraping for opportunities at this point because i'm low on my finances and it's like holy crap, you know, and my husband, you know, he's, you know, in training with his work. So it's not like he's gonna get paid like right away. So it's like, damn. But this is where I have to stress is this is when you should turn to your own inner truths. This is where meditation comes into play. This is where yoga comes into play. This is where you have to work on these issues. When you have the time to do it, do it. If you have, like for me, I have a lot of time on my hands to do my podcast, okay, to, to create my blogs, to work on my business. This is literally God speaking and saying, hey, there's a gateway open for you. Like you need to take it right now. You need to build your empire right now. What are you doing? Why are you wasting time? So for those of you that are broke as fuck, and complaining and bitching and all that, shut the fuck up, figure it out, what it is that you're passionate about, and start it right the fuck now. Start it now. Don't wait yeah. tomorrow. Thanks. Don't wait yesterday from yesterday and say, fuck, something happened. No, do it right now in this moment because let me tell you, when you start going to, to what it is that you want because God is giving you that opportunity, you need to fucking take it. I'm sorry. No, you're, you're so right. Like that, that is another thing I wanted to touch on is whenever you're so unhappy, you're looking at all these these frustrations in life, how the fuck did you get there? 
how are you in that situation that you're in right now? Mm -hmm. What have you been doing? How have you been using this life? These tools, these opportunities that present themselves every day, all the time. You have 24 hours just like everyone else has 24 hours if you follow the Gregorian calendar. So let's just say all these missed opportunities accumulate. And the more they accumulate, we don't see it as opportunities. We just see this as everyday life. This happens. The more you begin to collect these opportunities and keep them in this bin, they'll begin to creep out and leak out. But when they leak out this time, they're completely toxic. It's very bad. And what it does is it, it will manifest in the, in the form of unhealthiness, unhappiness, unfulfillment. And this can drive for a serious case of neurosis, depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. And these forms will begin to take hold and weigh on the mind and weigh on every single thought that surfaces. It won't be allowed to pass through the gates of happiness or joy or bliss. And when they do, they come few and far between. Most of them are coming from the gateway of, of manic depression, of constant worry, of the, the stress of having more. And we never feel satisfied. We're constantly eating more of it. We feel like, well, if we just get enough money and we don't have to worry about money anymore, we'll we'll just be happy. But we forget that we've collected this huge bin of beautiful opportunities of many ways to release this potential that's inside of you to where you can become anything you want. If you follow Mm -hmm. your heart, Mm -hmm. the more you push these beautiful opportunities in this basket and they leak out and they're now toxic. That right there is is the saturation of life is to where you completely saturate this beautiful gift because people fail to understand whether if you're religious or not, this opportunity is a gift. Let's just say that all this shit's random, but you're just waking up and you're having this experience. It doesn't matter what you believe in. Take advantage of it. Fulfill your purpose. And that right there, it, it, it does connect with spirituality, but let's just say it on a basic level. So many people are lazy. They just let this shit pass them by. Wake the fuck up. Look at these opportunities. You know what? This morning, you sat on your ass until 10 o'clock, and then you went out and got a cheeseburger, and you, know, <laughs> you went to work from 2, and now you got to work till 10. You're waiting tables. Look, you just wasted nine hours to get into a little bit better physical condition. Maybe you could eat a little bit so you could feel a little bit better at work. Or maybe you could use that time to think about what you love. I mean, these opportunities, the more you let them pass by is the more time that will just be poured into something that doesn't serve you. And yeah, I can't say it anymore. Just wake the fuck up. Look, you look at these beautiful circumstances that you see as adversities that you can work through that can make you stronger or will give you more awareness of a circumstance in the future in order to prevent it. I mean, we neglect these things too often. Yeah, I think so too. And if you guys are worried about money, it's because the money is basically like, I would say in this, in a nicer way, I mean, it's really not nice, but you know, this is the best way I can put it. Um, You're the bitch to the money. Like that's basically what it is. When it should be the other way around where money is supposed to be your bitch and you're supposed to take control of that tool that should navigate you through your life in a way that you want it to, not where money is making you navigate to the way it wants it to. When remember, money doesn't have a consciousness. Money doesn't have power. You allow it to have power. 
you give up your power for that dollar, bro. Like at the end of the day, all of you guys are struggling and it's because you guys are working for the dollar. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to turn it around and say, I want more to my life. I want more to to do in my life than just working for the dollar, working to that nine to five job. Because remember, we're here on this earth for only a limited amount of time and you don't know when your time is up. So wasting away in your sorrows for years and years on end, yo, that shit gets old real fucking quick and you get fucking nowhere. That's real shit. And by the time you know it, when you're in your 20s, you're going to be in your 40s. And are you still going to be doing the same shit? you got to ask yourself these questions like, what do you want in your life? Really make those short-term goals. Write it down. Write each goal that you have and start crossing them off. And once you start crossing them off, make new ones. Keep going on that cycle. And I promise you, you will get where it is that you need to go. You just have to stop not giving yourself enough. You need to... I really want to be so nice to you guys, but it's like, it's hard because even when we're nice, even when people like us, we're trying to be nice to you guys, like it still doesn't fucking work. And if I have to say vulgar words for you to wake up, because sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes people get offended. Oh man, she says fuck too much. Or she says bitch too much. Or she says asshole too much. Well, sometimes you need to wake up and listen. You need to wake up and really listen to the words that are being spoken by people that understand what it is that you're going through and have already been through it. Or maybe even still going through with you, but are actually doing something about it. Right. And those are those are just power words. Like, fuck is such a versatile word. Bitch is such a versatile it word. Is. But it has the ability to add <laughs> emphasis into what you're saying. So, I mean, it's, it's very fun to use. I won't even lie. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's that's basically what it is, guys. You know, I just want all of you to, to find your purpose, whether it's making shoes, <laughs> whether it's, you know, being in retail, whether it's, you know, opening up your own business, whether it's being a, a stay-at-home mom and raising your children, whether it's, you know, being whatever the fuck you want to be. It doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. As long as you're doing something in your life that makes you happy, happy, that makes you happy, that you actually can wake up every fucking day and you enjoy what the fuck you do. Because there's some people, let me tell you, that are in retail and they're fucking happy. I don't know why, but that's just what they're passionate about. They like being with people in the in general public and serving the general public. That's just what they want to do. So what? So the fuck what? Just because they don't have their degree and God knows what, they're fucking doing whatever, that's none of your fucking business in the first place. That's not your fucking I mean, business, you know? I, you know, I, I, I side with that. You know, if it brings you joy and contentment and fulfillment, then pursue that. Yeah. But it's so important to put it through one more itty-bitty filter before you make that final step. Well, how does this serve humanity? How does this serve my brothers and sisters? Does this make this world a better place? Will it make it better if I leave? And there's a law. It's a universal law. We all want to be happy, and it doesn't matter what we believe in. At the end of the day, we want to feel happiness. There's a universal law, and it's, it's almost it's, it's, it's spread throughout all religions. Many, many cultures is treat others the way that you want to be treated. It's, it's a golden rule, and the reason why it's called the golden rule is it glows with such an aura that is so powerful because the, what it embodies is treat others the way you want to be treated. So what does that mean? that treat people the way that yourself you would like to be the the experiences you would like to feel and the emotions you would like to feel and the kindness from other people treat 
all life as if it's one yourself. That powerful message that we've missed, the golden rule, that's kind of what me and, and, and Stephanie talk about, that it is a very big possibility that this is a collective consciousness, that we're not living our lives, that Stephanie's not living her life and I'm living my life, that this is all many perspectives of the same energy that bestows life. Mm -hmm. So I like to think of consciousness as at a focal point anchored inside of our bodies. That's the only awareness that it has is these bodies. Mm -hmm. And we're always trying to imagine, well, what is God? Look we're, we're, you know, we're constantly looking at the face of God. Always. We're looking at ourselves. We're created in his image in the sense that we all have consciousness, creative abilities to be able to manifest into a, a physical manifestation through our will and through our desire to make it happen. And it's such a beautiful idea. You know, we've gone on for about 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the main core, you know, principle in this, in this discussion was people's introduction into spirituality and how to enhance that. And I, I'm sure Stephanie can agree with as well is being aware of the circumstances, opportunities, decisions, and emotions that you're feeling and navigate those and hone those into what you're gravitating to, what that inner self really wants, not what your parents want or not what you think your family needs because you want to make them live comfortably in all actuality. You want them to be have a luxurious lifestyle. That's not really what you want. You wouldn't slave away for that every day. You wouldn't get mm -hmm. this beautiful life mm -hmm. away for that. Right. And so we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. We've been going on for 41 minutes. And is there anything you would like to add here at the end of the segment? Honestly, it's just, just be yourself. At the end of the day, just be yourself and live in your truth. And don't be afraid to speak up to anyone that brings you down. At the end of the day, like, they don't matter because they're just bringing on their insecurities onto you. That's what it really is. So just be yourself. Continue doing what you want to do. Don't be lazy. Just fucking do it. It doesn't take a lot, whether it's big or small. It, take it day by day. Take those baby steps and be happy. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful message. And a great way to end, I'd like to end with, this is our way of pursuing our dreams. This is our way of getting this, this energy we feel that pulls us to pursuing our passion. This is our way of getting it out. And if anybody would like to contribute and help, please view, tell your friends about the podcast, tell them about our message, and get the, get the word out. You're help supporting other people's dreams. And mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And we're working so hard to do that. Me and Stephanie, you know, we're, we're trying to come at least three times a week, which is can be difficult for talking for almost an hour at a time, multiple hours a day sometimes. So to keep these fresh topics flowing, it takes a lot of creative juice and me and Stephanie would love for people to contribute, give your comments, give your feedback, yeah. tell us ways we can improve. And most of all, you know, be nice, spread the message, show some love, give us little love bombs. Everybody needs that in our life. Yes. And Stephanie, thank you so much for being thank on the you. podcast today. I look forward to joining you and yours and everyone else have a beautiful day. It's been a great day for me. And I, you know, I have really good feeling about this week and ladies and gentlemen, have a good one. All right, bye guys.